Isaiah 61. And it reads, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Amen. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and to the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn. Number three, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty, my God, for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, and that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Verse 4, and they shall build the old ways that they shall raise up the former desolation, and they shall repair the waste cities, the desolation of many generations. Number five, and strangers shall stand and feed your flocks, and the sons of the aliens shall be your plowsmen and your vendresses. But you shall be named the priests of the Lord. Men shall call you the ministers of our God. You shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory shall ye boast. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach. Tonight, I want you to know that you are anointed to serve. You are anointed to serve. Hallelujah. Thank God. Father, I thank you tonight for those that are under the sound of my voice. God, I thank you because you have anointed us to serve. Father, I pray that I decrease, that you may increase tonight, that the words that come from my mouth will be from the throne. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that someone that's listening tonight will know that you have anointed them for a time such as this. You have anointed them to go forth in ministry. You have anointed them to serve. And you have anointed them with power. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. Just coming before you briefly. The Lord has anointed you. What have God anointed you to do? According to the scriptures tonight, the Bible lets me know that God has anointed you to preach the tidings. In other words, you are anointed to evangelize. Because that's what the evangelists do. They go out, they go to the highways, they go to the byways, and they preach the good tidings. They preach the word of God. The second thing that God has anointed you to do according to the scripture tonight is to bind up the brokenhearted. Uh, in other words, to go out and heal. He's giving you power. He's giving you authority to heal tonight. Uh, the fourth thing that I see from the scripture that God had called you to do and anointed you to do is this, to Proclaim liberty. Amen. What do you mean proclaim liberty? To lead the lost to salvation. To lead the lost to salvation. Now, another thing that I read here tonight in the word of God that God has called you to do and anointed you to do is this. To open up the prison. In other words, the prisoners, those who are in prison, are those who are captured. And he comes to set the captives free. So to open it up the prison door means that he has sent you, God has anointed you to deliver. He's given you power of deliverance. Deliverance from the power of darkness. Those that are captive, 
living in the darkness of the prison of this world. So how? How do we do this? How do we preach the gospel evangelize? How do we go forth and heal those that are sick? How do we go forth and, and call those who are just sinners that's out there drinking and drugging and just have no mind to be saved? To cause them to come to Christ. How, how do we go and, and, and preach that deliverance will come in those that are just blind and atheists and those that are living in darkness and don't know God? How do we do this? We do it with the anointing. With the anointing. The blessings, the benefits, and the dominion that you maintain on this earth. Listen now. Talking about anointing. The blessing that you have. The benefits, the dominion that you have and you maintain on this is directly related to how you allow God to work in your life. If you are not allowing God to work in your life, you can't expect to be blessed as, as abundantly. You can't expect to have dominion. You can't expect, amen, to succeed if you don't have God in your life. See, to see miracles, the miracles of God, working your life on a daily basis, you must stir up the anointing every day. Oh, not just one day, but every day. Somebody say, how I do that? Why you start by praying? Mm, my God. So someone may want to know, what is anointing? Well, you see, I got to have anointing to do it. What is anointing? The anointing of God is it's the Holy Spirit power that flows. Mm, let me say it again. It is the anointing of God. It's the Holy Spirit power that flows as a river of love from the throne of grace through the hearts of the believers, bringing life to all those that receive his touch. In other words, if your Holy Spirit and your gift is not bringing some life and causing people to come to God, then, then it's not anointing. It's just your gift working. Because people are gifted and people say, oh, say they're anointed, they're anointed. But if it's not causing people to come to Christ, then it's not the anointing. That's just the gift. Because the Holy Spirit always leads people to Christ. It always leads the captain to be set free. In other words, the anointing is the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit leads people to Christ. Now, there are two kinds of anointing. There is the anointing within, which is the Holy Spirit, the anointing within, the Holy Ghost to dwell inside, which we receive when we are born again, and we have the Holy Spirit. And there is the anointing upon so you have the anointing within and the anointing upon. See, and the anointing upon is when you anoint someone with oil. Huh? See, and we do that because the Bible tells us that in 418. The anointing of oil, which we must receive to do the work of the gospel. That's why people are consecrated. That's why they're set aside. That's why they take the oil. That's why the prophet came to David and he anointed him. So you have the Holy Ghost within. Hallelujah, they're anointing, and you have the anointing upon. See, God wants his power and his spirit to be influential in every step of our life. Every step is there. That's why I, I was on the line talking about the two, about a short policy, but end up talking about the Lord. In everywhere. Amen. 
Uh, even when I went outside, and I was talking to someone that was repairing something out there, and I said, you know, I, I almost had to pray for you. I was concerned for you, you know, because I see you out here working alone. Influence. Every step. See, a person who lives in God's anointing will receive his benefit. Oh, my God. If you are in the anointing of God, if you're living in the anointing of God, if the Holy Spirit is within you, hallelujah, and you're living it, you're going to receive the benefits of God. You're going to receive his benefits spiritually. That means you're going to feel his presence. Physically, when you're sick, you're healed. It's like he healed our bodies. I was telling you earlier, he healed our bodies. He healed, amen. Cancer is gone. Death flees. Mentally. Intellectually. What do you mean? That means you can speak before kings and you can speak to the person in the alley because you know how to relate because the Holy Ghost is speaking at you. Why? Because the anointing of God is the Holy Spirit within you. Emotionally and financially, God will give you witty ideas that cause you to gain wealth and prosper. Because we are born again believers, we are entitled to each one of these blessings, all of God's blessings. Why? Because we are part of the inheritance of God. So with anointing comes authority. That's what the Bible says. It says there in Luke uh, 4, uh, 10 and 19, it says, Behold, I give you power to, thread, to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by enemy hurt you. See, when you are anointed and you, and you have the Holy Ghost in you and you have authority, you can do that. Nothing will hurt you. Now, what is authority? And my time is coming to a close here. I have maybe three more minutes. Authority. Now, let me give you an example. Authority is like a police officer. A police officer has a badge, and it is signifies his authority. Okay? See, Jesus Christ has given you his name. His name is our badge of authority to enforce power over the enemy. And when a police officer knock on your door and, and he has his badge on, he said, my name is Ken, uh, uh, Officer Anderson, and this is my badge number. This shows that I have authority. And when they, we see that and when people see that, they begin to say, yes, officer, what is it that you want? It signifies authority. And when we see that the enemy has talked to someone, when we see that someone needs healing, we can take the name of Jesus. That's our best in the name of Jesus. Good God, he's given us authority to enforce power. Over the enemy. God's benefit are only available when you are mindful of his presence or his anointing power. You can't have your mind on everything else. You have to have your mind on Jesus. The Bible says here to be in perfect peace whose mind is on Jesus. If you want the benefits of God, his benefits are available to you when you have his, your mind on him and his presence. You have to know that God is with you in order for God to work and protect you. If you are mindful of the natural things, carnal things around you, and someone is praying for you, or you praying for someone, and, and, and this is a minister, you praying for someone, and your mind is not on what you're doing, you're not going to be able to cast the demon out. You're not even going to be able to cast the smile. And if you're going up there for prayer, and your mind is on what happened back at home, 
That's, that's they having a natural man. They're having a calm man. They're not to put your mind on Jesus. That's why when you come in the line, they say, come on, lift your hands up. Lift your hands up. They put you in the atmosphere of Jesus. They put you in the mindset to serve you. Come on, think on the name of Jesus. Put your hands up to God. Give God a praise. That means take your mind off the natural thing. Take your mind off the carnal thing and think on Jesus. Because when you're carnal man, you begin to get angry. When you're carnal man, you lose your temper. You're pushing away the anointing. You don't want to push away the anointing. You want to embrace the anointing. You can have an anointing and still not perform miracles. Do you hear what I say? You can have an anointing and still not perform miracles if you're not in the mind of Christ. If you don't have a spiritual mind. And that's why I said people have gifts. Amen. So in Matthew 17 and 15, I'm going to have to stop now. My time is up. Jesus, he, he told this about the young boy who fell in the, in the fire and he would have epileptic fits and so forth. He said, the father said this to uh, Jesus, said, I brought him to your disciples and they couldn't cure him. In other words, they walked with Jesus. They followed Jesus. They were anointed. Jesus himself laid hands on the disciples, but yet and still, they couldn't perform that miracle. And then Jesus had to tell them in seventeen twenty one, but this kind does not go out except by prayer and fast. This kind referred to the level of spiritual evilness, the demon. He said this kind, this kind does not go out. He's talking about that demon. For every demon, hallelujah, there is another anointing, hallelujah, that will cast it out. You can't have one day of prayer anointing and cast out a general demon. You gotta have to have a seven a seven day prayer a day anointing. You can't send uh, someone who doesn't even pray for one day to cast out a demon, hallelujah, uh, epilepsy, or a demon uh, that would come and tear down a house. He said this kind, he needs this level of spirit, this level of demon. All it comes out by fast and pray. You have to fast and pray to see some things delivered. You have to fast and pray to see some demon cast out. You have to fast and pray to see some miracles happen. You see, the apostles had already successfully exercised their powers over demons, you know, and devils in the past. But then they came into another demon uh, that was stronger than the one before. So, over the years, God has called people to do special jobs in the kingdom. Under the Lord God, he chooses, in the Bible, see, he has prophets, he has priests, and he has kings, and he places anointing on them to accomplish his mission. And that's why I was saying earlier that when God has given you an assignment, and he's giving you a mission, he has anointed you for it, because tonight we're talking about anointed to serve. He's giving you the anointing for it, and when you don't want to serve, and you don't want to accomplish that mission, that's when the enemy attacked. And so, in the... In the same period of grace of the church we're in now, God places his anointing on believers to accomplish his plan on this earth. And I'm going to stop right there and perhaps complete at a different time because of the hour. But I just wanted to share that with you tonight to let you know, inform you, that you are anointed to serve. That the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. Amen. And back in those days in Isaiah, it was upon you, but now the Spirit of the Lord dwells in you. And so you can evangelize. You can use the gift of healing. Oh, you can lead people to Christ. You can set the captives free. And you can do whatever God has called you to do because you are anointed to serve. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. God, we thank you. 
Amen. I thank God for that word sometime. Amen. Even speaking the word as I go through, it just reminds us, hallelujah, that we are anointed and there's things we have to do and, and we have to make sure that if we want to see the miracles of God, we have the Holy Spirit within us, but we have to ask, stir it up. Stir it up. And, and because we're not seeing the miracles happening right now, it's not that the Holy Spirit, we're not anointed. We're anointed, but we have to stir it up. We have to stir it up. You have to stir it up. Once you stir it up, you begin to see it. 